Welcome everyone. We're about to begin Bessas Hashem, Sheer number 372. We're in Ben Schaefer's book, 10 Really Dumb Mistakes That Very Smart People Make. And in last year, we were talking about mistake number nine and forgetting that you're best friends. And we started talking about friendship overall and how that connects to marriage. And the first rule of friendship is that there is no boss, no one's in charge, your partners, equal partners with different roles that are mutually agreed upon. And um, that is a very important aside that we talked about in last year about being very careful not to domineer, not to dictate, even with hashkafa things, to recognize that you're each other's life partners and friends and you're not their boss, you're not their uh, teacher, and so on and so forth. The second aspect of, of friendship, which should, you know, translate into marriage, is a very important thing that we talked about a little bit, is to have a healthy sense of humor. And again, we talked about humor that could be used in negative ways, but very often humor could be used in a very positive way. And... That is a real important part of marriage. Sometimes you could, the safest target for humor is yourself, gently uh, make fun of your own mistakes, and no one gets hurt that way, and it lightens the atmosphere. And you, that that's part of it, is to have a sense of humor to lighten things in a healthy way. We talked about, we had a separate share, and we will, Bez Hashem, talk about it more about how you have to be very careful, because if you use sharp humor and sarcasm, it could, it's really a negative thing. But you could use humor in a very positive way as well. If you're not using it to hide your problems or to subtly attack, but you're using it just simply to bring a certain lightness, a certain fun in the marriage, because we talked about this a lot, that marriage also, like friendship, needs to have a fun aspect to it, to enjoy, to do things together. Fun is not a frivolous thing. It's not kalas reish. It's not optional. Um, and we talked about it even when we were talking about the physical intimate aspects between a husband and wife, that there also a certain playfulness and fun is a healthy thing. So that is another aspect of friendship overall, that friends have fun together. And couples, married couples, should really try their best to have fun together. I know it's not easy because of the burden of responsibilities that are on a couple's, um, you know, achrayas, of taking care of the house and financial things and spiritual things and uh, children aspects and so many things that create a seriousness and a holy lift is a illness, you know, with the elderly relatives and things like that and, and serious things that happen in life that affect the marriage. So it is not always easy to practice this part, to have a certain fun, a certain lightness, a certain inner simcha and an outer simcha of just being playful and having fun together. But this is something that is definitely worthwhile um, working on and working towards to be able to uh, have a healthy relationship in a marriage as part of their friendship. A third aspect of friendship that's very important is is when your friends and best friends, they come first. You defend them. When someone verbally attacks your spouse, whether it's your husband or your wife, your role as a friend is to defend them, to remain loyal to them. 
And even if the person that's throwing that criticism at your husband or wife is your own mother, your own father, your own brother, your own sister, your own aunt, your own uncle, makes no difference. You're loyal to your wife and you're loyal to your husband. A man should leave his father and his mother and should cling to his wife and they should become one entity. That entity of connecting to your wife and a wife to a husband comes before your brothers and sisters, before your neighbors and friends, before other best friends that you had since you were two years old. It makes no difference. Before your uncles, aunts, cousins, nephews, and before your father and mother even. It's your first responsibility, your first achrayas is to your own wife, to your own husband. And that is really a strong, strong point that people, he says, Rebentin Schaefer, get in theory, but it's not always a simple thing. But really, this has to be foremost on in a person's mind. And that's true even if your spouse happened to be wrong in a particular situation. Even if your spouse was a cause of a problem, you support them because you're best friends and you love each other and you support them. Now, if there's issues in a marriage itself, mitzat atzmai, we talked about it many, many times and we're going to continue to talk about it. And we're going to believe Nether go through another of John Gottman's books here. Um, that's extremely vital, talking about these aspects. But that is so important. So there's issues with between a husband and wife themselves that they could iron out on their own privately, working through it, or even if they need to speak to someone on the outside, but it's an objective, discreet, confidential third party without relatives or friends or, or cousins or siblings getting involved. But as far as you're, you're the rest of the, that world, your spouse comes first, even if your spouse is technically wrong in a particular aspect. So, he gives an example. A couple goes to his parents' house, and his mother, the husband's mother, starts criticizing the wife that his daughter, her daughter-in-law's housekeeping. And this it happens sometimes, and the husband smartly tries to redirect the conversation away from that. He does that a lot to deflect it. doesn't work. The mother continues to berate his wife for not keeping the house clean, for not being organized enough. Again, the husband tries to change the subject. That doesn't help either. So if he has no other option, he has to defend his wife, and he goes over to his mother to do it privately, but basically tells his mother in a nice way, don't speak to my wife that way. That's a not I kibbit of the aim. You could ask a Shaila if you're worried about that, but there's a point in time where that has to be a discussion and say, listen, it's between me and my wife, whatever it is, I don't want you talking that way towards my wife or towards my husband. It's better to avoid that, and it's an uncomfortable thing, but when you have no other choice, he did the right thing by telling this to his mother. Leave my wife be. Do not discuss it, especially, to, I don't want to hear about it, and especially not in front of her, and not to me either. And it's so important. Now here's a very important point. After that happens, and they come home, if the husband says to the wife, you know, I defended you because it's my job to defend you, but I want you to know my mother is actually right. In other words, let's say she 
has uh, some weaknesses in her housekeeping or organization abilities. And it, when he does that, he defends Barabim, his, his, his wife, to his mother. And he even tells his mother, don't talk to my wife this way. But if he goes quietly and he tells his wife, you know, my mother's really right. It's my job to defend you, so I defend you. It's not right the way my mother's talking to you. But in essence, she's right. He just screwed everything up by doing that. He undid everything. But then he's going to say to himself, what do you mean? Everything my mother said is true. The house is really a huge mess. And, and, and she lacks organizational skills or whatever it is. It may be true, but it's not your job to fix your wife. And it may be your job if, again, you're her teacher, her rav. Your job is to be supportive of her. Of her. Now, if there are issues, like we said, he doesn't say this in the book, but this is true. There's certain things, open communication about each other, just like true friends iron things out. So then they iron things out, but they iron things out between themselves, mitzad themselves. Zero aspects of what parents say, relatives say, brothers say, it's between them and they work it through. Very often a husband and wife is so worried about the status or how other people perceive them. It's a problem in a lot of communities and a lot of with a lot of people. It's understandable, peer pressure type of things. It's 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 very sensitive if you live in a, a dead end blocks or or these bungalow colony type, um, you know, neighbor, neighborhoods or or or, or um, uh, developments where they're very close knit. Everyone sees what each others are doing or certain bungalow colonies. And it's very important to not to block that out and just focus on the relationship between you and your wife, you and your husband. But the key is is not to, generally speaking, you don't try to teach, you don't try to be madrich. You basically accept as friends, helping each other, working each other out, working with each other, and so on and so forth. And that's very important. People generally hate criticism. This is a very important thing to understand. No one likes disapproval. And, you know, one of the things human nature is um, the more wrong I am, the less I want to hear it. And if you tell me, I, uh, 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 you let me know that I'm wrong, I feel you're not my friend. You're not on my side. And human beings are very sensitive. And it's not just on the Towards a wife, a wife is sensitive as a woman. A husband is very sensitive too. And to be brutally honest, the word brutally honest doesn't work in marriage. Does not work in marriage. That's why mutalashanai sometimes with neashalim. Criticism, being on the receiving end of criticism, creates a negative reaction. It's just the way it is, and one has to be very, very careful. We talked a lot about another shiur, about not burying things under the rug. There's a way to go about certain things. So again, this, this shiur has a lot of complexity in particular angles of how to handle certain problems that they do need to talk to each other about and iron, iron with each other about, which he doesn't discuss in this part of the book. But the ultimate yesoid, the general rule is, is you're not there to correct your husband or wife not to show them the error of their ways, not to try to shape them, not to try to mold them, not to try to become uh, them to become whatever you want them to become, even if it's a ruchniistic, idealistic thing. No, 
Your job is to be their friend, to be their support. Ultimately, true acceptance. To generally speaking, be deaf, dumb, and blind to their flaws. As if you don't see them, as if you're not aware of them, as if you don't know that they exist. He's very strong with this, Rabbi Sin Schaefer, and he knows what he's talking about. When you read this, sometimes, and I was thinking to myself too, like I said, and I'm, I, I just have to say it because it's something that cannot be ignored. I don't. He does not mean. I'm certain he does not mean that if there's a lingering problem that's ongoing between the husband and wife themselves, that they bury it under the rug and they don't ever talk about it. But the overall idea, though, is to remember is very important. Is that I think what he's talking about is the regular flaws, the natural flaws that every husband knows they have themselves, every wife knows they have themselves, because and they have those flaws, and they're very often blind to their own flaws and hyper-focused on their spouse's flaws, of their natural flaws that come about with different things. And here is where you have to learn to let go. And it's a very, very important thing. The friends support each other. There are some people that by nature are more organized and some people are less. So in a normal range of that, you just accept them. Accept the fact that whether your husband or wife makes no difference which way it goes, that they're less organized than they themselves are. And in that, they don't have that talent. At the same time, one needs to understand, I'm just giving this as an example. If someone's very organized and meticulous and, and on top of things and runs a house like smoothly and beautifully, that seems to be a very positive thing. But sometimes that itself has its sort of side effects that are not so positive where they could be very uptight about it, where they're very serious about it, where they get very upset if something is like not exactly in the right place which is a perfectionism, so it borders on perfectionism. So every mila has itself a chesarin, every chesarin has a mila. That's something very important to understand as well. I'll give you another example of it. I know two particular families, okay? One family where they're very, very organized, they're very, very uh, 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 certain seriousness in their home. Ehrlich, wonderful, but serious. Um, and, 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 and it's a beautiful home, and Alpitaira and wonderful, and, and they have chesed and everything as well. Doesn't mean it's mean spirited, but very more serious. So, the my love it is things are structured, things are organized, but at the same time, there is a less of an open expression there, you know. And then you have another family where they're less organized, things are flying, they're, they're not so, but, and, and things are more let loose, but at the same time, with that comes a certain openness and a warmness. So it's sort of like a trade-off. And that's an important thing to understand every time you're, you're analyzing mailas and chesarinas. The very maila could be the chesarin, the very chesarin could be the maila. So what he's saying over there, here is, this idea of what we just talked about, about addressing each other's personal problems and working it through, is a separate subject. It's a separate subject when a thing is constantly cropping up in a marriage and they know they need help with it. They should discuss it in a normal way. We talked about healthy communication in that and dealing with that and sometimes asking an outside party for help, or an objective outside party. But as a general rule, he's a million percent right here and it's a yesoid that you use 99.9% of the time. 
So friends, support each other. Realize the regular flaws you accept, you support, and remember that always. And it means that you sort of, you look away, just like you have flaws that you look away and now you realize you have them. If your spouse, even if they did something wrong in a particular case, you don't notice it. The sharp critique. Very often remember your own hashba, your own healthy behaviors, influences in a very positive way your husband or your wife by working on your own character. It, it, it's a tremendous thing that people just simply fail to understand. We think that the only ones that have a kayak to be mashpia to influence are these great mechanchen, these great speakers, and they don't. Hashem gave them talents. Yeah, all these famous, well-known speakers that you listen to shiurim to, and that give you chizik, and they're beautiful, and they're inspiring, and they're wonderful to listen to, and, and you see how they have a special kayach al-ashpah, on a klal, very true. But one needs to understand, all of you, no matter who you are, no matter what level you are, you have a soul that is very special, and you all have that kayach of hashpah. But hashpah doesn't mean ramming things down the other person's throat. doesn't mean not accepting them. It means that you influence in your own positive way and support each other. So remember these two aspects of friendship that we talked about in this year. Number one is that they have fun together. They have to have, they need to have fun together. Even if there's serious things going on and there's a tremendous achrayas, you have that, it, 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 you have that, and, and friendship is that way, and marriage needs to be that way. Very often, not just with the kids, sometimes we cover up for the kids that they don't need to be burdened with all the problems that are in, in the world and you shelter them. You need to shelter it from yourself too in your home a lot of times. And very often, even if whatever stuff is going on, there's no crime. People sometimes feel an achrayas. I have such a burden with this. This oil parnosa, or this one's not feeling well, or 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 whatever it is. And there's so much tsar in the world. And 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 how could I be happy? Why could how could I think of having spending a night of just having fun with my wife, with my husband? Isn't that frivolous? It's not frivolous at all. It's not kalas raish. It's a healthy, healthy thing to spend designate times to really just truly simply have fun together, play games together, go with each other, and, and in the Nida period also do those fun entertaining things with one another in the Torah period, bring that into the physical intimacy as well, to have fun together. And the second thing is, is what we talked about today, is that you are loyal to each other, you're best friends, so you love each other, you support each other unconditionally, and you do not allow, you do not allow your relatives to criticize and you don't pay attention. And again, like we said, it's very important that even if you are successful and you tell your relatives that are, let's say, the mother or your mother, your father, and you told, tell them very on, 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 you know, very strong terms, don't talk to my wife about my wife this way, which is the right step to do if you don't have a choice. But then by telling your wife, you know, my, my, my mother's really right, kills it. You don't do that. You don't do that. If there's a real issue, whatever the issue is, never schlep in that it's your mother saying this, your father saying this, your siblings, no. If it's a real issue, like we said, it's something that you learn to communicate in a healthy way. You don't bury it under the rug and you work it through, but it's between you and your wife 
alone and in specific matzavim, but in general, as a general rule, in general life with general flaws, his yisoid is emes v'kayim lo'ad. It's something that is a tremendous yisoid to remember. You're not there to fix your husband or wife. You're not there to to do anything like that. We talked about it a little bit before. You're not their rebbe. You're not their teacher. Um, and and your own influence of your own behaviors and the way you talk creates a tremendous hashpa on them that on their own they'll want to become elevated. When you elevate yourself, it, it they can't help that to be picked up by your own elevated behavior without having to tell them anything. But you support each other, you're loyal to one, in, one another, and that is a healthy aspect of friendship and a healthy aspect of marriage. Baruch